0: This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station
1: 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au.
2: Hi, this is Rafiv Ziada and you're listening to 3CR pro-Palestinian happily proud radio.
1: morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio show on Community Radio 3CR. Thank you to Democracy Now for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio. We're a little program about cycling and related transport issues coming to you from 3CR, who has their studios in Melbourne, Australia. And uh Today, Melbourne forecast, partially cloudy, slight 30% chance of shower in the early morning and again at night. So yeah, it's going to get windy later at the Savo and tending a little bit northerly. So if you're going home, you might have up the wind at your back. And special guest in the studio today, I have councillor Jackie Fristacki. Hello, Jackie. Oh,
0: Chris, it's a great pleasure to be here again with you yeah. on 3CR.
1: Great and um, we're going to be talking about the Metropolitan Transport Forum which is coming up this week I believe.
0: That Well we've got a series of uh, uh, election forums on transport. Uh, we had the first one on the 27th of June in, in Frankston and Mornington uh, and that was a great success uh, with the three main political parties. But the series of Series of transport forums. Um, I've got the three main political parties across Melbourne in uh, some 15, 16 uh, venues. So I'm happy to talk to you about those.
1: That'd be excellent because very broad issues across Melbourne at the moment in terms of um, transport issues because it is really the transport, uh, transport is the issue for the state election.
0: Well, it's a bit of a crisis because of population growth. Uh, we really haven't uh, developed our tram system, our rail system much beyond. The uh, you know last last century or early last century, so we've got a long way to go. And with Melbourne population uh, set to double to eight million, it's untenable not to focus on public transport.
1: Yeah, because again, um, the thing for cycling is it's a transport solution, not the transport solution. Same as walking, but it's the mixed mode thing, which is really super important.
0: Well, we need uh, a lot more uh, bike parking at rail stations. Bike bike share, dockless bikes at uh, rail stations all across Victoria, really, mm. and that's the way to go.
1: But invariably, but <coughs> at the moment we have a push from the state government and you know the opposition at the moment is just to build more big things. Unfortunately, and Ross
0: Giddens had a good piece in The Age today about uh, politicians wanting to make a big announcements on big projects uh, and they have made a fair, fair few big announcements on road projects with the Westgate Tunnel, North East Link. But we we know that with doubling of population, uh, the, the road transport's not the way to, to go to cater for that increased population. We already cover the city by th- one third is roads already. So we've got to we've got to really uh, have a more rational approach to transport, which uh, moves people on mass in public transport.
1: I'm just trying to think. There was an economic uh, commentator last week. Oh, I should know him. He's he's Melbourne based, but talking about like this um, car growth is outstripping uh, population growth.
0: Unfortunately, that's the case in uh, outer mm. suburbs yeah. um, because. Uh, uh, the rail system in, in Melbourne only covers 30% of Melbourne and the tram system covers 25%. So what are you left with? Buses that run on average every 40 minutes, don't run on weekends, don't run in the evenings. So what have you got left? You've, you've, you you've rely on, on driving and with increased population, uh, that's you expect an increase unless we... We, we we really step up in our investment in public transport, and that's what we have to do.
1: Exactly. And uh, we're going to take a, a quick break, and we're going to discuss more about this. And hopefully I'll have Rob from Bike Bendigo on the line. We'll be talking about uh, the Australian Walk Bike Conference and some very interesting news about one of their key or headline speakers, who's a very well-known, or should be well-known to some people out there, or... Uh, As uh, headline speakers for the conference coming up in October. Back in a moment.
0: Hey, what are you doing for National Science Week this year, Stu?
2: Well, one thing I was going to
0: do was go to the Lost in Science Trivia at the Birmingham on Monday the 13th of August.
2: What time is that on again? It starts at 7.30, but get there at 6.30 so you get a good night of trivia and fun. See our Facebook page for more information.
0: Radiothon fundraiser Three Songs for 3CR has a spectacular lineup: Los Zamponistas, Living Out Loud, Juan Peron, Samasson and more. 7.30pm, Saturday, 4th of August at the Oratory, Abbotsford Convent. Go to boite.com.au or call 9417-1983. Support 3CR and Music
1: Sans Frontières. Listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio on Community Radio three CR Rob from Bendigo Bu- Bug is on the line. Rob, hi. Hey. Okay, so you've got upcoming uh, Australian Bike Walk, I should say, Walk Bike Conference coming up in Bendigo. In yep. uh, is it October? Yes, yeah, so it's uh, the twenty to the thirtieth of October. We've
2: also got um, the. Australian Bicycle Tourism Conference on on the Friday before that, so uh, the 26th of October.
1: Yeah, and you've got some really exciting news about one of the headline speakers this year.
2: Yeah, we're really excited about having um, Modacity from Vancouver coming over for the conference. So that's Melissa and Chris Bruntlett. Um, They've just put out a, a new book, or it's about on pre-release at the moment. So the Dutch blueprint for urban vitality building the cycling city. So yeah, we're excited to have them come over and talk about their work.
1: Yeah, so uh, about uh, bringing like Melissa and Chris um, to Australia, uh, how do you think this will help like direct uh, you know, the the push for cycling and walking from like, you know, local government or state government level?
2: Yeah, I think um, they, they provide a great kind of um, middle ground between uh, where some of our cities are at, where Vancouver's at, and where, where the Dutch cities are at. Um, so they've seen what's happened in Vancouver over the last 10 years, the, the massive um, increase in uh, cycling participation and improvements to infrastructure and programs and that sort of thing. But They've also seen um, what's happening over in the, the Netherlands um, and how some of these uh, examples of world-class infrastructure and and those sort of things are being brought back to places like Vancouver, and then we can learn from them how we can, you know, maybe take some shortcuts.
1: Yeah, because um, a lot of the like local government sort of stuff is based around like the inter-suburb connectivity sort of stuff. And, and in in Victoria at the moment, we've got a, um state government and the opposition are more based upon you know making great big mega project. Um, announcements. And what we really do need, and um, the outer suburbs, it's not just the inner suburbs, the outer suburbs would benefit from it, is that kind of inter-suburb connectivity where, you know, there's a shorter route you can go by walk or bike or mixed route that's one to two kilometres and not a circuitous route, which is, you know, four, five, six, seven, you know, kilometres, those sort of things. And it's a bit of a different thinking that needs to be brought in. Yeah,
2: I think there's a a bit of a kind of comprehensive approach that we can... Um, take from from the Dutch um, and also the uh, the application of some of those ideas in a city like Vancouver. Um, yeah, and see, see how we can build practical, useful networks for everyday walking and cycling.
1: Yeah. So, um, a bit about the conference. Uh, what other speakers have you got coming up, and dates and times and stuff? If people are interested in coming up to Bendigo. Yeah,
2: sure. So the Australian Walking and Cycling Conference has um, its preliminary program out on the website, so you can. Uh, pop on to walkingandcycling.com.au and have a look at that. We've got um, Kate Wilson from Dunedin City Council in New Zealand and um, she's got a, um, a lot of work that's been happening over there in um, rail trails and that sort of thing. And then got a whole diversity of presentations um, from um, across Australia. So we have everything from you know, behaviour change, activation of walking, cycling infrastructure programs from um, around the country. And then we have stuff that's particularly focused on, on walking. Um, it's probably our, our best program for walking, I would say, um, in, in recent years. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we've got sessions particularly on focusing on inclusion, um, growing participation, um, and then there's a few that, that focus on you know, technology and co- collecting data. So, yeah, there's quite a range of stuff. It's hard to capture it all in, in one... A uh, quick sound bite but yeah,
1: and this yeah. is coming up for October.
2: Yes, so um, across the, the weekend between the two conferences, we've got a, a variety of activities as part of the Bike Palooza Bendigo Month. So um, we'll have a uh, cycling film festival again, um, and then we're teaming up with the Bendigo Cycling Classic. So everyone who who gets a um, a registration for the conference will get an entry in the uh, community ride component,
1: or the fun ride, which is a 10k ride, and that'll go through the project underpass murals. Excellent. Um, I've got Jackie stacky in the studio today uh, from uh, Yarra City Council. Jackie, um, what we were discussing earlier, you had a, a question you wanted to ask Rob about Yeah. yeah
0: uh, Rob, I'm really interested in uh, whether uh, in Bendigo there's been consideration of uh, trying to attract uh, dockless bikes, because... It would seem to me regional Victorian cities like Bendigo, Ballarat would be ideal to have um, set of Dockless bikes at the rail station, or and in the in, you know, other destinations close to the CBD where uh, people can uh, use these Dockless bikes. Um, they haven't been that successful in Melbourne because of the the operator, um, but. Uh, you know the mobike still around and interested in uh, uh, expand, you know, entering the melbourne market and it's a much better bike and, and mu- much better systems
2: yeah yeah theres oh, there's definitely interest up here in, in bike share and it's um kind of that discussion about what's the best model for it um, and uh, whether docklets might fit in there um, we think and is a uh, well-contained City, So if you did have a a dockless system, then it could potentially work within, um, you know, you don't have vast distances that people are covering. So uh, there's there's a lot of potential here. There's been a few people that have been doing some initial looking into that sort of thing. Oh, oh, great. uh, yeah, Yeah, we'll see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I've anything like Melbourne, and we know twenty percent of bike of of journeys, of trips, are under two kilometres, and fifty percent are under five kilometres. So, these distances are just uh, excellent cycling distances, aren't they? So, uh, there's huge scope for expansion, but we need you know good bike paths and facilities and infrastructure so people feel safe. Yeah,
2: and um, at the uh, conference, we've actually got a, a session where. Someone from the city will be talking about um, the bike share business case for Bendigo. So we'll see what's in that one. Oh, terrific.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, Rob, is there any like is, is there still call out for registration or anyone who wants to be involved with the conference and the tourism events uh, um, in Octo- um,
2: October? October. Uh, re- Register. Yeah, uh, uh, papers have closed. So, oh, okay. Um, and for so, so the uh, the programs, quite. Um, Jam packed. I recognise it. Um, I'm quite happy with uh, where we've got to the program. So, um, not not calling for more papers at this point in time. But there's opportunities for, for people. Um, if you've got a uh, walking or cycling related business that you want to showcase some of your um, products, that kind of thing, in an exhibitor kind of way. Um, and then, yeah, we've got that that series of events on the weekend that kind of mix it together. So, the, uh, the there's Essentially, a five day package. Um, so, there's bundling of the, the ticket if you go to both conferences um, and, and that sort of thing. So, we've worked really hard to, to make the walking cycling conference really affordable this year um, and to kind of just showcase when you go.
1: That's excellent. And also the work that Bike Bendigo do as well because you do a fabulous job up there.
2: Yeah, yeah, we really enjoy it. It's um, quite busy at times, but um, yeah. We just uh, love working with our community and um, uh, sharing the joy of having a bike in your life.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Rob. I put you on the spot over the weekend, but yeah, just you know, let people know what's coming up for Bendigo with um, the Australian Walk Bike conferences and also the um, Bendigo Tourism.
2: Yeah, bike tourism conference.
1: Yeah. yeah, thank you so much.
2: No problem. Thanks.
1: Come along to the Ruby Hunter Foundation Benefit Concert at the Toad Hotel on Saturday the 4th of August at 8pm. Featuring a deadly lineup including The Bits, Dave Arden and the Kookamata Band, Carol Carpeny, Will Coyote, Cluster Funk and The Seabirds alongside mystery band The Public Opinion Six.
0: We provide culture for the
1: future. Saturday 4th of August, Toad Hotel, 8pm, a Ruby Hunter Foundation Benefit concert, a 3CR supporter. Shine bright, shine bright, shine bright, you're And you're listening to Yarra Bosque User Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR, 8.55am digital live streaming and a whole bunch of ways you can listen to 3CR, including TuneIn, iTunes, or wherever you find, uh, wherever you get your favourite podcast from. Okay, Jackie Verstacki in the studio today from Yarra Council. We're going to talk about the Metropolitan Transport uh, Forum. has a series of transport forums, and we might remember back four years ago, before the last state election, they did the similar thing. This year, again. So, Jackie, on this week, we have a series of... um, these forums, can you explain to people what they are, if they may not be familiar with them? Well,
0: they're designed to enable members of the community to uh, check out their electoral candidates uh, in, their, in their immediate area and put questions to them. So the MTF, Metropolitan Transport Forum, which is a forum of uh, 25 Melbourne metropolitan councils, it's uh, uh, had these running for at least four elections, uh, and and uh, they've been very successful. And it is a good opportunity. They like the old-fashioned town hall meetings, the traditional where candidates meet face to face with the community, and the community can ask questions. And uh, they've, they've they've been very successful, and we're continuing to run them. So three this week. That's right. Um, I'm happy to run through those. Yes, do that
1: because uh, you know. This show goes a lot broader than Yarra, no. so yeah.
0: Each of them have got um, the three main parties: uh, Labor Party, Liberal Liberal Party, spokespersons or candidates, and Greens candidates. So the three. If there's any other parties? Well, we we can't. We don't really have room for 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 more in terms of speaking. But you know, people who attend can ask questions. So um, that's available to any other candidates who want to um, have, make a comment. But the ones this week, um, uh, tomorrow tomorrow night, 31 July, between 6.30 and 8 o'clock at Stonington, And that's at Functions on Chapel uh, in Pran with um, the LP um, candidate Neil Farrow, the Liberal candidate Katie Allen and the Greens... Uh, member Sam Higgins. So um, that's that's on Tuesday. Uh, then on Wednesday, the 1st of August, uh, at, at Eltham Community and Reception Centre, there are candidates Vicky Ward, Nick McGowan and the Greens, some um, MLC Samantha Dunn, uh, who used to be the transport spokesperson for the Greens, but it's now Sam Higgins. Uh, and then on Thursday, in my own very city of Yarra, uh, at Richmond Town Hall, again same time So as the other 6.30 to 8pm. That's this Thursday coming. we will be um, Richard Wynn, the Minister for Planning, the ALP, the, the Greens candidate uh, Kathleen Maltzahn, who was a former Councillor Yarra, and uh, David Davis, who's the Shadow Minister for Planning and Transport. So that will prove to be a, a really uh, important forum.
1: Yeah, because it's, um, the area of Yarra, Melbourne, Darebin, we're all under a lot of pressure from things outside.
0: Well, that's right. Um, uh, while uh, Darebin, Melbourne, Yarra, residents have embraced cycling, mm. and I mentioned earlier that... Uh, and Moorland. Yeah, and Moorland and Port Phillip and, and Pran, Stonington, uh, the inner city areas, because everything's within five kilometres really, and uh, that's a terrific cycling distance. Uh, Of course, people cycle a lot further. I'd buy them for coming 20 20 or 30 k's into CBD, um, uh, which is uh, um, um, terrific as well. But we need safe bike bike paths for, 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 for that. Most councils in the inner area have... Uh, got really good bike paths on their local streets. The problem is the intersections. Yes. Uh, and they're they're under the statement. A lot of them are the state government, and that's where most of the accidents happen. So, I call them token bike paths on on a lot of um, arterial roads. You know, if cars are doing sixty and you've got bike paths, it's asking for trouble. You know, yeah. a car door on cars you know, with cars car door opening on a cycle because cars doing sixty adjacent. Look, it's it's near death. You know yeah. Well, it is death. It's it's you know. Far that's fatal accidents um, can happen on at those speeds. We know that if um, speeds are forty, Yarra's Yarra's forty, right throughout. It, yep. If you know it's forty, it's much much safer. You you can get injured, but it's it's not necessarily fatal.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of like <coughs> this this thing, and and this is where uh, you know public can come along and ask the, you know candidates and these standing members uh, questions. We we continue. We get this like kind of running conflict between what the. Local councils can do, and as you just mentioned, what Vic Roads or the Road Management Act is responsible for. So we get these poor um, treatments at major intersections, and/or we get forced onto roads where, uh, you know, again, not everyone's that confident to go and mix it with mm. cars. And we really need, as you know, Rob was uh, saying a similar thing in the interview. About we need better connectivity in that inter-suburb stuff. That's not just predominantly car-based. We need mm. mixed mode and better walking and cycling context. Yeah. How do we get this through? To
0: well, the government seems to be um, so influenced by motorists uh, who um, uh, resent uh, road space being allocated to to by, you know by cyclists because they uh, it's a it's the quickest mode in the CBD in the inner in area. Uh, you can be a lot more productive, and you don't. You're not held up by by uh, by the congestion on the road. You can get off the bike and walk around a, a problem, and then continue cycling when the road's empty. I mean, it's a. It's and but the government is. Um, is releasing too much to the motorists and also some pedestrians who um, are concerned about cyclists. Uh, yeah, but on- So, you know, it's a, where, where there's off-road paths, pedestrians and cyclists mixing, uh, there's criticism of cycling and on-road. It's, yeah, so the cyclist comes out um, uh, in the negative on, on those. But mm. uh, really... Uh, it's it's uh, terrific mode uh, in Yarra, for example. Mode shares fifteen percent. Compare that with with bu- with buses, uh, which is about under three percent. So it's um, an amazing um, uh, mode, mode uh, where you have got facilities. and We've got a uh, policy of bike path on every road, and we've got. 40 K's right throughout our local roads, and
1: cycling's uh, attractive, but on a lot of other areas, it's not. It's not very attractive, but how, for, you know, for outer areas, but I'm kind of like, I've been eternally searching, and you're probably the similar thing of the cut through message.
0: Well, uh, the, ro- the 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 only way that you are going to make inroads on congestion is not through building more roads for motor vehicles, as I mentioned earlier, with doubling our population to yeah. 8 million and maybe 10 million. Uh, uh, probably after that, we really have to have a concerted effort of uh, more people being on mass transit and phasing out. You know, 95% of uh, trips in the outer areas of Melbourne are by motor car. I mean, it's un- because there isn't... You know, there isn't transport. I mentioned the tra- the, tra- the trains system only covers thirty percent of of Melbourne and and trams twenty five. So uh, and we're mostly radial to the city, mm. not cross town. Yes, a lot- this is sixty percent on- of yeah. jobs are outside the CBD. So yep. um, uh-
1: <laughs> and it's also like you get it's um, bad planning. You get like you know, the, you know um, an argument against like you know uh, extra cycling, walking, or PT, and you know, from a different ontological perspective, is it's removing personal choice. Well, the problem is if um, I think many societies and cultures have had a similar expression, and this is where I'm going with this, don't put all your eggs in one basket.
0: Yeah, both uh, choice is critical, ab- absolutely critical, and seventy uh, percent of Melbourne actually doesn't have a mode choice, which is why exactly. they're, they're, they don't have the bike paths in those uh, uh, you know, safe bike paths. The bike paths are often for the, the um, what do we call the brave, the Roger Geller typology of the brave yeah. and fearless, yeah. and they're, they're a minority cyclist. So yeah. the one interested but concerns category uh, are the, are much bigger category and they're the ones we need to build uh, infrastructure for.
1: So it should really go beyond an ideological difference Where in terms of you shouldn't, you know, problems with too much car dependence is we're building in, um, we're not building in future-proofing, we're building in a mm. lot of economic and travel, Vulnerability and also just really getting off bikes here, but in terms of uh, toll roads, I see these as debt traps for people Mm -hmm. who don't have other options, and this is where uh, cycling, walking, mixed mode is a more equitable solution. It's not the big sexy uh, media release that you know our state government and opposition's government, or you know opposition. prefer to push, but it is the way of the future because if we can have eight million people, it's already chockers here with just over four. Well,
0: there's all the all <laughs> all the arguments. I mean, uh, Robert talked about the joy of cycling, and it's really terrific um, mode. Um, the health benefits, the environmental benefits, the cost benefits. Yep. Uh, building free freeways for sole occupant vehicles is mm. uh, is really uh, not uh, effective economically either. So yep. you know, we really got to be more sensible.
1: But for people in Yarra this week, on Thursday, the second of August. That's right. It's six thirty. At if, Richmond Town Hall?
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: And I've got a bit of a personal interest in this because um, I've been working with a whole bunch of other people on exactly what we're talking about, those inter-suburb connect, you know, connections, which is the Warmler Street Bridge.
0: Yes, there's a rally on Saturday it's, on the Wormler Street Bridge. Yeah. Um, so 10am. 10am. Uh, yeah,
1: at Williams Reserve, which is 520 Victoria Street in Abbotsford. But that's, again, it's another one of those smaller... Things which are vital, yeah. if you live really in that Street, area, and the Gib Street,
0: the Gib Street steps too. That was announced uh, in two thousand and six as a project to be built, and we're still waiting.
1: Uh, I think Vic um, Parks Vic are working on that. I think there's some um, really kind of macro stuff they're working on with that. So uh, they are, but it, you know, yeah. it's
0: fourteen years since uh, it was. Uh, I've well, got photos of myself.
1: <laughs> exactly. I've got photos of myself standing there handing yeah. out people to the steps in two thousand and six. So it's time. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your time today, Jackie. Yeah, um, pleasure. If people want to find out more about the Metropolitan Transport Forums, they can go along to, was it, um, um, transportforum.org.au, if that, I've got that
0: correct? That's or? right. Um And they can also find it on the um, Metropolitan Transport Forum website, mtf.org. Uh, org.au, but it's transportforum.org.au www.transportforum.org.au Okay. And they'll they'll see them all across Melbourne in their own suburbs.
1: Yep, I'll list them off in the podcast. The 2018 Melbourne Anarchist Book Fair is on the 11th of August at the Brunswick Town Hall. Stalls, books, projects and organisations fighting for a better world, here and abroad. Come for the stalls, stay for the workshops. Topics ranging from indigenous struggles and decolonization, climate change, anti-racism, unions, feminism, refugees, Anarchy 101, and so much more. Interested in a stall? Email us on info at amelbournebookfair.org. That's info at amelbournebookfair.org. Or message us on our Facebook page, Melbourne Anarchist Book Fair 2018, a 3CR supporter. Okay, I've just got some Great. time for news and events. A Metro East Bicycle User Group, they're um, outer southeast Melbourne. They've got a new campaign coming up for a Ringwood to Croydon path, and they're apparently Roads are very well advanced with construction of the shared use path from Croydon to Lilydale as part of the overall plan to link Caram to Wilmerton Warm, shared path. So. Melbug have uh, developed a proposal for the Missing Link to construct from uh, Ringwood to Croydon, shared Path, And in the coming months, they'll be promoting the project with the state uh, government, politicians and the Miranda Council. So if you want to find out more about that, go to melbug, that's m-e-bug.org.au and look up projects. Also, you may have heard uh, Nick Dow from Melbourne Bicycle Users Group on the last two shows with Val. Anyway, he uh, told me to mention this because you forgot to mention it, is that coming up next Tuesday, August the 7th, uh, cyclists get organised for the 2018 Victorian state election and that's going to be at 5.30 to 8pm next Tuesday at Morrance Blackburn and uh, that's going to be it, 380 La Trobe Street. If you go to either Freestyle Cyclists on Facebook and or look up Eventbrite, should have more details for that. And it's basically find out from other like-minded riders and people involved with active or sustainable transport what we can do to influence uh, the state government and or interested parties coming up for the November state election. Oh, well, that's all I've got time for today. Thank you, Jackie, for coming into the studio today.
0: Thank you, Chris. It was a pleasure
1: our podcast should be up on Yarra... Oh, shoot, uh, the first one, which is 3cr.org.au forward slash Yarrabug. And also that's mirrored off uh, Yarrabug.org forward slash radio. All these shows, everyone on 3CR, all, um, all the announcers are volunteers and our station relies upon the support of you to make so uh, donations or subscriptions to the, to the said station. And um, as I said... Uh, Reminder, we just had recently had Radiothon and Yarrabug. We made well over our uh, Radiothon target. So thank you so much for all you out there that helped us keep on air. And you can go to, again, 3cr.org.au and look for the subscribe or donate option. Up next is Jailbreak and after that will be Black Block.